0: We're all protecting you. We, we have, have all um, protected you. you.
1: About my marriage? About what you told yeah, us about this? About With the mostest? Yeah, what you told us that, that? I don't, so mean, don't, don't ever bring you guys so so nice nice around me like Let that. me tell Let you something, the only you thing. It's If I want to say that, I would it.
0: I am not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm looking for a few years.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. My name is Eddie Estrada, and I'm here with my co-host, Armin. Arms, what's uh? I love a good crossover, Eddie. I love a good crossover, and no crossover is better than that so sweet life of Han- I'm just joking. (laughs) Than the Vanderpump Rules and Summer House crossover that we saw this week. It was part one of two, which I love that they've extended it into two episodes, even though it's kind of one of those like halfers where it's like, oh, it's the back end and then we're going to just start with the front end. But the more I can see of Stasi Schroeder on my screen, the better. And the extension of the season. The first two seasons were 10
0: episodes each and we're going to at least have 13 episodes in season three. I think it may even be longer because it doesn't look like next week is the finale. No, it doesn't. So we're looking at 14 possibly 15 episodes and then a reunion Are we getting a two-part reunion. So we could be looking at a 16-17 episode se- a season in total whereas the longest season in Summer
1: House history was 11 episodes. They found their magic. They they finally hit their stride and I'm so proud of them for it. I I have no doubt in my mind that they're not that they're going to be picked up for like a next season, a season 4 if they don't I will riot in front of Bravo. <laughs> like I will be out there with picket fences. I will fly to New York in the wind, in the dead of winter. I'll be dressed for summer in the Hamptons. <laughs> um, but this episode was actually really good. A yeah. lot got packed in before the Vanderpump kids even came to the house. We were already yeah. needy been drama. Um, first we got the end of the Carl, not Carl, Kyle and Amanda dinner. Um, where they're basically just both in tears and they're still coming to terms with the fact that Amanda's family is not happy with Kyle and they don't think her and Kyle would be the best together because of his indiscretions previously and it was a really raw moment it's good to see them come together though because they kind of only they they kind of understand the only people who will get it is them and like we've said before, having to go through this on television is mind blowing. I I couldn't. It'd be so hard to imagine having to deal with something like this with cameras in your face. And very few people have this shared experience. Very very few. We we come to find out, Katie and Tom had a similar <laughs> experience. Um, they, well, I don't know if we came came to find out that we already knew we already that. knew that. But <laughs> they in this episode they they give their advice yep. later on, but. Um, I thought Amanda had a great point.
0: Kyle needs to be patient Mm -hmm. and allow her family to feel how they
1: feel Mm -hmm. and then hopefully eventually warm up to him again. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone, you can't force feelings on people. You can't expect someone to get better in one day, two day, one month, three years. Exactly. There's no timeline for any of this sort of stuff. So he needs to be patient. Give it time. Understand that if he proves his love to her to them, everything's going to be fine. So. If he
0: makes her happy, that's all her family cares about. That's, and they're just worried that he's not making her happy.
1: And that's that's the tea. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on because while Amanda and Kyle were mending their relationship, Jordan revealed a little bit more about himself and tried to start a relationship of his own. Yes. So. As you know, last episode, we found out that Jordan's big secret about the females is that he has erectile dysfunction. Um, Yesterday, or not yesterday, last week, I totally came into his defense. I was like, I think that's so great that, you know, he's speaking about this on television. Um, You know, so many people deal with this and... Being quote-unquote honest and vulnerable. Yeah, I was like, he must have been so vulnerable. But then, like, this episode, he told kyle it only happened once and it was when he was in a threesome with two other girls which i'm Eddie, like can you admit that this dude is a liar something's off Something's something off. is so off because it's hard to see his own friends like Paige and like the like page and hannah are like dude like what is going on they don't buy it no one buys it which is why i'm like who is this guy
0: nobody buys anything that he's selling forget the ed thing yeah. Maybe it's true. I really don't know. But the point is that his whole act feels like a facade. It feels like an act.
1: It's, so yeah. whatever he says sounds like bullshit. And maybe there is some truth here and there. It's, it's very weird. I mean, I was just like, I was like, Kyle. I was like, what? Like, is this guy serious? I forgot exactly
0: what he said to Kyle, too, in the setup of telling Kyle about his ED but he said something like, yeah, I realized that I had to act a different way around the girls now to, like, get back in with them.
1: So he, like, m- it almost seems like he, like, told this to make them feel bad for him? I don't know. I Okay, I don't know. We're going to have to see what goes down because it, it looks like more stuff comes out. But let's talk about his date.
0: Quickly, though. That wouldn't be the first time that he lied To try to change the perception of him. Remember earlier in the season where he told them that he actually didn't make out with three girls. He made out with two, and then in his confession, he said, "Yeah, whatever I gotta say to make them like me." Yeah. What? Just tell the truth.
1: Like he's. I feel like he's such like a salesperson that he's like so set on selling himself, and it's like, dude, if you're a chill ass person, people will be chill with you. You don't have to be a put on a show for people to like you like, sorry. It's, it's very, and it's very weird because he's trying to gauge what people like. And when you try to gauge what people like, you usually come off coming stupid and wrong. You cannot assume
0: inauthentic.
1: Yeah. It's just like, like all it always comes to mind is there is this girl that I knew that was in my friend's sorority at a different school. And so whenever I would go to that school, USC, I would, you know, go hang out with them and this girl would come along and it was like everything that you said she loved too so they were like <laughs> so someone would yeah. be like oh like you know I love like Drake yeah like Drake's like my favorite artist like <laughs> I love Drake and it's like oh Drake you know he's, he's got like kind of a sum of like yeah some of his songs aren't so good but like you know he's not that great I like, hate it, Drake oh yeah. I
0: hate Drake too I hate Drake yeah, and yeah,
1: yeah. I, I she was just oh my god I know
0: those kind of people it yeah. was just
1: like everything it just bugged me because I was like girl you have no backbone like you are such a sheep and I'm like – and she tr- she wanted, like, approval so much that it was yes. making me, like, disapprove of her more. And I was like, you're such, like – it makes you look so bad. It makes you look so desperate. Just, like, be yourself. People will like you so much better if you're just you. Do not fake it. Just be real. I don't get it. Like, people who fake themselves, like, like in this day and age, it's like, grow up. Yeah, and I think
0: people love – For example, when other people have genuine passions. And even if those passions are obscure or niche or whatever, at the very least, it's real. And I think people can relate on that because we all have different things that we're passionate about and that we love. But I feel like Jordan assesses you as a person. Tries
1: to figure out what you need Yeah, What you need,
0: what you want, what you like, and then he's going to mirror it.
1: Yeah. That's not cool. Yeah, no. So um, it's
0: like, oh, Carl and Kyle, they're they are ladies' men. Kyle used to be a ladies' man. Yeah, I have so threesomes, I have you know. Threesomes, I have threesomes. I hook up with three girls in one night. And he's lying. He's clearly lying about making out with all those girls. Nobody saw it happen. And he's probably lying about this threesome. And he may even be lying about the ED. I
1: don't know. I don't want to give him a hard time because it's his first season on reality TV. And I think, it, first of all, kudos to you if you're listening, Jordan it's so hard to like do something like this. So proud of you. Um, but at the same time, like doing it wrong sometimes can be really wrong. And I feel like by not being true to yourself, it comes off very easily on It's TV. coming
0: across bad.
1: Yeah. So let's get into the date. <laughs> All right. So let's get into the date. So this was Jordan and Erica, the blonde girl. Well, first red flag was when he invited the girls over. They were having like a dinner. Um, And she was like, oh, I'm going to bring my friend. And all the girls were like, "Um, what? (laughs) Like, you don't bring a friend unless you're like, you need an out or you need an ally. If, if someone asked me like to a dinner at like a group house and I wanted to date them, I would just go by myself. If I was like, I'm not so sure about this. I'd be like, can I bring a friend? Exactly. Cause you need a buffer. And so this girl straight up buffered up. Mm -hmm. Then he was like hovering over her. Like, so all the guys were on like these high stools. Cause they didn't have enough chairs for the table. And he's like hovering over her, asking her all these questions while she's eating. She's like, who sheds more, your dog or you? And she's like, me? Like, I don't know. And wh- he asks some weird questions. And then the girls oh, say, man. when you met Jordan, what was the first thing you thought about him? And she's like, he was really nice. And they were all just like, whoop, and I Oop, like, when you say someone's nice, you got a really good personality, like, you're not thinking about them getting in bed with you. You're, like, when you when you lead with a personality trait, you're not trying to bang. Friend-zoned. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I thought that was really funny that he read zero of those signs and still decided to go on a date with this girl. Like, invite her. He's like, what you doing this week? It's a real, like, Daenerys, Jorah, Mormont situation here. Okay. I did not really watch Game of Thrones. I just watched Game of Thrones, so I don't know anyone's real name. Yeah. You're telling me you don't know the name Daenerys? I know that one. You don't know Jorah Mormont? Only a part of House Mormont. I I did not even know there was more houses than just like the Starks and the Tenarians. (laughs) I love that so much. Tenarians. The Tenarians and the Starks. (laughs) A song of fire and ice.
0: Anyway, he's uh, in the friend zone. Okay. He was the guy in the friend zone. Remember him?
1: The one, the eunuch?
0: (laughs) No, the guy who loved
1: Daenerys and he fought for her. Dude, I did not watch Game of Thrones. I watched Jonathan Van Ness's Gay of Thrones recap. He didn't talk about Jorah at all? I'm sure he did, but there was a different name for him. Okay, all you need to know- is Christina Aguilera.
0: He is the ultimate example of a friend zone.
1: Okay, moving forward because- (laughs) This isn't our Game of Thrones recap. Game of Thrones is over- it has ended. <laughs> Crime your river. Everyone praise Sophie Jonas. <laughs> Sophie Jonas. Has she changed her name yet? Um Remember has it that on the marriage certificate it says Sophie Jonas. She wow. signed it Sophie Jonas. So that's a Mrs. Breaking Jonas news. to you, Armin. That's huge. Sophie if you nasty. Um, but I just felt really bad because he read the entire situation wrong and was really gunning to find his soulmate. Literally oh, straight up asked you are you my soulmate and she's like uh, no she's like I'm going to be 100% honest with you I'm just trying to be your friend. It was like rough. It was one of the most awkward dates I've ever seen on reality TV.
0: When she goes to get matter of fact I just want to be friends and he's he I forget what he says but then she goes you're the one who brought it up. You put it out there. That's a really heavy question. Yeah. And then he's like fumbling and stumbling and all awkward.
1: You know, Hinge's most eligible bachelor right there doing <sighs> his thing, working the magic. Speaking of weird questions, he asked her where
0: she was conceived.
1: Yeah. That's well, First, He asked how old she was. That's a no no. That's a no no right there. You never ask how much someone, th- how old they are, or how much they weigh, or if they're pregnant. Those are the three things you never ask.
0: And then, who asks a person where they were conceived? I couldn't. I couldn't tell you the answer to that. Who wants to know that?
1: Yeah, weird. Why do you want to know that? I don't know. I don't know.
0: I don't. First date, like, tell me about your parents' sex life.
1: (laughs) It's weird. I don't know. I don't get it. I'm sorry. Does
0: Does he know what the word conceived means? Do you think he meant where were you born?
1: Oh, my God. I'm trying to understand, Eddie. I just want to understand this. You're not going to. <laughs> He's a mystery. But not like in the Amit a sense. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's Amit didn't talk, so we didn't know anything about him. <sighs> Jordan talks too much. We just don't yeah. know what's true. It's bad. Okay, moving forward. This is gonna...
0: one of the worst reality TV appearances ever.
1: He's going to be back next season for sure. Yeah,
0: he's a shit show. It's great. It's great reality TV. I mean,
1: he's I mean, I'm sure more things will blow up, but
0: He's an understated mess. Like it doesn't he doesn't come across as a mess because he's very clean cut, doesn't get drunk or anything, but he's a total mess.
1: Well, let's Sorry, talk, Jordan. Let's talk about another messy situation, which is the Paige and Carl situation. So, as we know Carl was going to um uh the a wedding. wedding with one of his old hookups, one of his old flings. So Paige, like any good millennial, decides to fight fire with fire and decides to f- text to Joshua, who she's been, she's been on a few dates with. Okay, I loved Joshua from the get-go um, because he sounds mysterious and wealthy. Was
0: it Joshua or Justin?
1: Was it Justin?
0: I thought it was Justin, but oh, maybe, maybe it was Joshua.
1: Maybe I was wrong. So Justin is so mysterious that I forgot his name. Um... <laughs> But she's been on a few dates with him. He was previously engaged, which usually would be a red flag if it was only a year ago. But it's been a year and he was the one who ended it, not her. Because, like, I feel like if she was the one who ended it, then, like, that's either a sign that he's a cheater or there was some big blow up or something. But him, like, breaking up with her is, I think, a little bit less of a red flag, but it's still kind of a red flag because it's like, if he's like, if he's like a. Engage like cold feet guy. Like, can he ever be serious?
0: Also, does he own
1: the yacht or was he renting a yacht? Oh no, it's like his family's yacht. Which once I heard the word yacht, I was like, Paige is killing it. Um, I would love to sleep on a yacht. I love that British Dave came with um Hannah too, and they all did the yacht. That, but, that's some
0: real ass money right there. Oh, yachts yeah. no joke.
1: To be able to sleep four people on a yacht. Hello, below deck. Like, you got a steward crew, probably. I got to know more about this boat.
0: I need... Hello, Tom D'Agostino. Guys, Remember I... the engagement party at the, on the yacht?
1: Paige and Hannah, if you're listening, <laughs> get us photos of this yacht. I need a selfie, like, from Just you guys on the yacht. yacht. I need to see how luxe this is. Because I've only been on, like, one yacht in my life, but a ton of ferries. I've I've done the Bay Area <laughs> golden golden blue ferry fleet, like, about, like, 12 times to get myself to Alcatraz. And also, no offense
0: to Carl, but Carl, in a tough situation when it comes to work right now, probably finances,
1: Justin has a yacht? But money don't buy you love, honey. That's true. You know, if there's a real connection there, there's a real connection there. Um, But don't forget Paige's
0: checklist. Yeah, I mean. And the list, I think one of the things on the list was, he must have a job.
1: (laughs) I mean, I hope... (laughs) <laughs> but he's trying. You know, he's working through it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, You never know. No shame. You never know. In in five years, he could have two yachts. Yeah.
0: Making a Carl prediction?
1: I'm just saying. He's not doing the show for free. Carl 6.0? I'm just saying. I think he's an on Loverboy. Um, <laughs> but moving forward, um, Paige lets us know that she didn't get too much sleep the night before. So... She goes to the only open bed in the house and takes a nap in Carl's bed the morning after. Kyle does not like this. Kyle finds out that they all stayed on the yacht and they're like, oh, That's it's... That's kind of dickish.
0: Yeah. That's what he says. That's kind of dickish.
1: But like at the <laughs> same time, I don't understand. I mean...
0: I don't get it. Make make me understand, Eddie. I don't understand how this is bad. I don't
1: understand how it's bad either They because... all sleep
0: in different people's beds all the time based on different circumstances. People out of town, whatever. Yeah,
1: And so... I think Carl was just mad and Kyle were just mad that Paige did it to Carl because she's just playing with him. She's messing with him because she's had this man for like, f- like, you know, five or six dates. He calls her, you know, it's, she's on his list. He's a back burner, bro. I know these girls work for the betches. I feel like Justin is like the perfect back burner, bro, because you keep him there. He's nice. You know, he'll call you every once in a while, to check on you. He's got a yacht. He's got a yacht. Yeah. Don't bury, like, the lead, Do like, no, bury the lead, Eddie. Do not fucking bury the lead. No, but that's what's good about, like, a good back burner, bro, is someone that you can, like, easily rely on that's always going to be there for you. But, like, you don't – you mean, you aren't sure if you want to be in a relationship with him or right. not. I mean, but he'll, like, pick up the check. He, yeah, but he yeah. did – you know, he was engaged. Like, that could be iffy. Like, you got to make sure – you just keep him on the back burner. I don't think that's a problem. Patty Stanger used to say, you got a date with a pair and a spare. So she's like, there's the two front runners that you got that you're working between to figure out who you want but you always got to have the back burner grow. You always got to have the spare to fall back on in case you're getting lonely. It's
0: too much of a game for me. You know me, Eddie. I hate the games. I'm not a games guy when it comes to love. Well. I got to go with my heart, so I'm not going to be playing this whole, you know, I got my pair here, I got my spare there. No. If I'm
1: into someone, I'm into someone. Well, call me Eddie Casino because (laughs) not all I do is play games. Eddie Um, Casino. Eddie Casino. I hated that
0: so much. (laughs) <laughs> Your mind is
1: so on Vegas right now. I'm like, I cannot wait to go to Vegas next week. You're going to love it. I'm so excited. Gaga? Gaga, Vanderpump Cocktail Garden. But back to Summer House. You know who's a huge fan of Bravo? Gaga. I know. Yeah. She has to see Britney's boobs before anyone else. And she got think, to see her. Do you think she's a fan of Summer House? I, she better
0: be. She better be. Gaga Ask better her. be watching.
1: I will. I'll be like, yo, Gogs. Yo, Stephanie. <laughs> Gogs. I have a quick question. Does she go by Gogs now? No. Stephanie. Miss Germanotta. Got a question for you. You been to the Hamptons, honey? You're from New York. (laughs) That's me talking to Gaga in Vegas next time. I love that. Um, Okay, so back to Carl and Paige. So Carl's all pissed off. I don't think the
0: bad thing matters. No, and I don't think I
1: don't think it's a bad thing that
0: that uh, Paige slept in Carl's bed.
1: No, that Paige was with Justin at all in the first place. Like Carl was literally having sex with his old hookup. The same thing that Paige was doing, having sex with her old hookup. Like they weren't together. They weren't there for the weekend. She knew Carl's intentions, what Carl was doing. He was very upfront about it. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to do the same thing. Fight fire with fire. If he's upset, that shows he cares. If she's upset, that shows she cares. Talk it out. Have a conversation.
0: Carl's just jealous that Justin got to have sex with Paige and he was relegated to the pantry for a makeout session. Yeah. Let's be real. That's all this That's is.
1: All the, I mean.
0: If uh, Paige didn't have sex with Justin, he wouldn't care.
1: He wouldn't have cared. Exactly. Because he's like made his intentions clear. But then he, but he is allowed to just go slang his jang on whatever he <laughs> wants and she can't, you know, do whatever she needs to get done. I think it's just a double standard and I mean I support both of them in doing whatever they need to do because it's the summer. You never wanna you never it's not cuffing season. You never wanna be attached in the summer. It's the oh. worst time to be attached. But maybe in the winter they gotta get a cuddle buddy. I guarantee that Justin texts Paige Monday through Thursday. I think she said he did. He calls even. Yeah. So
0: So Carl, if you want the answer, Paige is giving it to you. Paige doesn't hide. Paige isn't bad at communications. She says, the key to my lock is texting me Monday through Thursday. Pick up your phone and text her.
1: I mean, she it's so easy. She's not mysterious at all. Well, I think they'll hopefully work things out because later in the episode, they get a – they. Reveal their situation to hmm. some other friends of ours. But before we get into that, I want to talk about um, payment and Lindsay. Yeah. So payment gets upset that Lindsay um, she was talking to another guy and he she thought she was, like, flirting with him or something. And he gets yeah. really upset and, like, yelled at her. Which is, like, a no-go because, like, don't be a psycho to her. Like, yeah. That's very controlling. So and we got almost, a flashback means- of Everett doing yeah. that. Which was and intense. It's rough. But... At the same time, we know Stassi and them all come to the house and she's on, Lindsay's on FaceTime with Payman and Payman's like, oh, why aren't you naked? Like to Stassi, which is like, okay, she's not allowed, like Lindsay's not allowed to go talk to someone without you flipping out, but you can just be like, I want to see your friends naked. I mean, I agree with Bo that anyone who does that is like a nasty person. Like you're just a pervert. They, they start giving their advice to the cast whether they like it or not, because I mean, they have been through basically what they've been, they're going through now. Yeah. Before they ever did it. So... The ringer. um, Amanda goes to go talk with Katie, and Schwartz goes to talk with Kyle, and, you know, Katie and Schwartz had a very similar situation with the cheating that Amanda and Kyle had, and guess what? It was all over TV, and they had to go through the same thing. So they give the advice of, like... During season three, by the way, mm -hmm. looking at parallels. Yeah. Which is season three of this as well. Yeah. And guess what? Then they got married season five, right? Yes. So, I mean... The engagement's going to be next year. And then season five, we're going to see Amanda and Kyle. They're on the same track as Katie and Tom. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Look at that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I see this. I like this, like, parallel. Kyle had
0: two cheating rumors. Schwartz had two cheating rumors. Although both of Schwartz's cheating rumors turned out to be true, only one of two of Kyle's cheating turned rumors turned out to be true. true. So it's not an exact parallel, but it's close.
1: It is close. It's quite close. But they basically give the kids advice like, you know what, stick through it, stick together. The kids. I think Kyle is older. Than I know. Them. <laughs> I think Kyle's actually older than both of them. But yeah. Yeah. They tell they tell the the new the the fresher reality stars the yeah. new, the newer cast. You know, all you've got is each other. You guys only know each other the best. This could have a happy ending. Yeah. So I mean, it was not the deepest advice, <laughs> but I think it was good to hear some validation and some support from someone who's been through a similar, very similar situation. Also, if we
0: could be totally real and break the fourth wall, Schwartz (laughs) did not give a fuck. Schwartz clearly was only there for the free trip to the Hamptons. Clearly production paid for them to be there. This is a Bravo sponsored trip. And you could tell because it was a contrivance to have the two conversations happening essentially at the same exact time. You could tell that it was happening at,
1: at the same time, At the yeah. same time,
0: it wasn't an editing thing. And at one point, Schwartz, you know, Schwartz the whole time isn't really, like, caring or listening that intently. And then at one point, he goes, yeah, let's let's just do some jello shots, man. <laughs> he didn't want to talk about those things. He just knew he had to so Kyle can get the advice. And then he wanted to get drunk. Then he was like, let's party. go
1: party because that jello shot machine <laughs> is everything. Um I have to say, we saw, I talked about this on Vanderpump, but I have to say I'm so proud of Amanda, Kyle, Bo, and Stassi for getting that Pepsi money. Yes. Because they were in those Pepsi commercials, like between all the commercials. You said you didn't see them. I was in trance. I usually fast forward during the commercials, but then I saw, first of all, the color of the summer, which is blue. Everyone is wearing blue this summer, whether it's like cerulean or like deep blue hues are in like Ramona blue. Um... <laughs> Ramona, so, Ramona was ahead of her time. So when I saw that Pepsi Blue <laughs> pop up on the screen, and then I saw Stassi and Amanda and Kyle and Bo, I was entranced. Some great marketing. They got they got me, got me right away. <laughs> Stassi looked fantastic. Her hair was incredible. Amanda looked great as well. The boys always killing it, but just very proud of it. Um, let's move on to though Stassi trying to wrap her head around. The Carl and Paige situation. So it looks like while Katie and Tom give advice to Amanda and Kyle, the real bulk of the reason of this trip is for Stassi Schroeder to determine what the hell is going on between <laughs> Carl and Paige. And can I just give a shout out to
0: Stasi? She brought it.
1: Oh, like, it's fantastic.
0: You can tell that Not that she was playing it up, but she was a little bit like, I'm here on a different show. I'm going to bring the heat. Yeah. You know, there was an awareness level that she's on TV. She's going to stir the pot.
1: No, that's literally why she was brought in. Yeah. Um, It was great. I was so proud of her. She's like, I've seen a lot of things, but never seen anything like this. Who just makes out. Yeah, she was like, come on. She's like, my boyfriend got a girl pregnant in Vegas. What is this BS? Like, step up your game. This was just a much different Stassi than what we've
0: been seeing on
1: Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. And it was fun. I was like, hell yeah, Stassi. It's the feisty, feisty Stassi's back. Yeah. She's ready to... Reclaim a crown. I'm like guest
0: star on reality shows more often because I like this version of Stassi. It's like a more exaggerated version, a little bit more of a caricature.
1: I think Stassi deserves her own talk show on Bravo or E! or something. Like hundred percent, Yeah, like Bethany. I think Stassi deserves that moment because I feel like she's at this point now where she's really understanding her voice Who she is and how she can use that voice to help others. She could tap into it really easily too. Yeah. And she's got that like basic AF like lifestyle. She's ready to tell you what it is. She can like no BS any situation and give you the advice you need. Like I think she's good. And she has the podcast already. Yeah. I think that's her next step. Who knows, maybe her and Hannah can do like I can see Stassi being like the host and Hannah being like, you know, like the DJ, like uh, like on Ellen, where she has like the DJ that's like oh what's his name? I can't remember. Like switch, I think, and he'll like say what a couple things or like pipe in here and there and then Wouldn't that be Bo? No. you don't, you don't see pardon? Porsche, you don't see Porsche on the show unless like it's a Fair. special. Come on.
0: But I love when Stasi said, Who just makes out? And Paige goes well, he only talks to me Friday through Sunday. And Stasi goes,
1: what the fuck is that? <laughs> Again, Stasi brought the heat. She's, I was so into it. I'm so into it. I'm so happy for her. And I'm so happy to get more of this next episode because, of course, this is to be continued two-parter vanderpump rules episode really quickly though can i say yeah i love Paige's line when she goes i'm not giving him my flower unless he waters it i mean it's true i've said this time and time again no one's gonna buy the cow if they can get the milk for free and that's exactly what Paige is doing she's like no no honey i'm not gonna give you this until you water it until you take the time to earn it well what's wild is that
0: Paige is giving carl the water so to speak He's giving
1: no, she has the water filled up in the, in the pail, and she's like, Here's the flower, here's the water, pour it's in his hand.
0: She gives him the proverbial blueprint. She gives him the blueprint, and he is not executing. She is saying, Carl, send a text one time, Monday through Thursday. I just
1: can't wrap my head around this, Eddie. It seems so simple. I, I mean, water the fucking plant, dude. I mean, we'll see what happens at this point. I think Stasi's going to knock some sense into it, and I think we're going to see some progression either to help the relationship or hurt the relationship. I think this is a turning point for Paige and Carl. So if you guys don't want to miss a single episode when we talk about all that, make sure you are subscribed wherever you're listening, whether it be SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And by the way, we have a Housewives History coming out, and it is a special edition. We are doing Vanderpump Rules Season 2, so if you liked that old feisty stossy that you saw in this episode. Just wait till you hear what went down in season two, if you don't already know. um, Armin, where can everyone find you? At Armin Mahram on Twitter and Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. You can find Hot and Bravo by searching H O T and A V O D on Twitter and Instagram as well. We will see ya.